Hey, I'm Ashley Kanai. And I'm Megan Jackson. Welcome to Messy Masterpieces. Where the houses are messy, and so are our lives, but we're still his masterpieces and works in progress. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hey, we're back. Today we're having another week. Oh, yeah, I know. Today we're going to be talking about salt and light. Um, and, you know, I totally got that idea from a t-shirt I made for my mom that had the salt shaker over the planet Earth and it says flavor for the Savior. I was like, Ooh, that's what we need to talk about. She worked at church Wednesday night and I was like, that's next. I like it. I like it. I like oh, it. Be salty. Nothing wrong with being salty, you know? Well, you know, it's kind of funny as I was thinking about and studying for this, um, you know, the Bible wants us to be salty, but then when we like talk about people, we're like, she's being so salty, but you know, I think the Bible has a different, a different definition for that. <laughs> right, right, right. I agree. Do we have my dog, my, everybody's probably going to hear my dog barking <laughs> in the background. It's, oh totally my gosh. it's, it's all right. You know, just adds to the mess around here. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of mess, any messy moments? Well, I did have, um, actually I had somebody messaged on our, on our Facebook page, but my friend at church, she, she said, I got to, she texted me last week and Bridget, shout out to Bridget. She, um, sent, um, a text and was like, here's your messy moment. I've been waiting on the like cable guy to come. He was supposed to be here like early morning and he didn't come to like two o'clock and it's not even my house. So I'm sitting here like waiting on somebody else's house for the cable guy to show up. I was like, that is totally my life. So, so I told her, I was like, we're going to use your messy moment, but also somebody commented on our page. Let me pull it up right quick and see what, see what she said. I think it was um, Carol um, Olson. I think she commented on there. Let me see what she had to say, but you doing okay. You were sick earlier this week, but you're feeling better. I was, I'm feeling better. I um, ate me some Mexican today. So that's the true test of like, are you really feeling better? Can you taste food? You know, whatever. So yes, yeah, street corn was good. So I'm good now. Everything's fine. So Yum. I had, I just ate some chips and salsa or yes. chips and queso right here, right before we got on. Literally, I got the bowl. Mexican, Mexican it. Look at that. Better. Oh, you did break that empty. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. So Carol says the other day at the gym, I completed my morning workout, went into the locker room to prepare for my shower. And after wrapping my towel around me, closed and locked the locker and realized I didn't have my key to unlock it to get my clothes after my shower. <gasps> so wrapped on my towel. And I went to the front desk to get the bolt cutter and freed my key. Then went about my shower and getting dressed for work. That would be horrible. Okay, Carol, but that's awesome. It's awesome that you shared that with us and allowed us to share that with everybody. Because, it, you know, honestly, it makes us feel a smidge better about those things that happen in our lives. I literally <laughs> sit in the gym locker room naked all day before I would wrap a towel around me and walk out the front desk. Oh, girl, no, I'd be at that front desk. Um, nothing is worth wasting my time for. So I would be I would be calling somebody about, listen, I'm at Planet Fitness. I need you to come and bring me the key so I can oh my gosh that would be horrible that, that was that was that's bad that's but bad that's life it's it's real that, that is messy. totally my life yeah the inside of my van is worse so I've got to well I still don't have a car so my husband's car don't look too good right now but he's let me he's letting me continue to drive his truck begrudgingly he's you know 
It is what it is. He's he's he'll be so glad. I took the part yesterday to the um to the the place to get it to the shop. So fingers crossed, man. We'll we'll get that thing fixed. Yeah. Then All right. So so let's uh let's talk about some salt and light. I like salt. Okay. Well, big girls like salt. Big girls yeah. like me. Like we like salt. Yeah. It's a little flavor, you know. But and you know. When I think about um, when I think about salt, I think about flavor. But really, um, during biblical times, salt was used more as like a preservative. Yeah, yeah. And so, like when he talks about us being the salt, he it's about preserving. It's about yeah. you know preserving our life as a Christian and not letting it fall into the ways of the world. That's um, right. And about um, not allowing it to spoil like meat would if it weren't preserved. That's right. And that's what the whole time I kept thinking about it, that's what I was like leaning toward was like, you think about like salt, how it preserves and it keeps something for a while. You know, like our, our job as salt is to, you know, kind of point people to, to the one that is the keeper of our soul that is pre- preserving our soul that, that that's and that's why we we are to be salt and say hey we 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 have the flavor to um you know preserve we don't well, we don't but you know Jesus does mm-hmm. so I, I that's what I kept going back to is the the preservative and then the flavor just it's very distinct salt is like I mean it's salty but you know I mean you put too much salt in something you don't know it you know mm-hmm. and it sticks out you're gonna know oh this is way too much I can't eat it or and I feel like that's one thing about being salt is we're very distinctive and we look different and you know there's nothing else that tastes like salt in the world Mm -hmm. salt is salt you know so there's lots of sour stuff there's lots of candies that's sour and you know but salt is is you put too much you gonna know it so um when I was thinking about it, you know, I literally had never really paid much attention. I mean, the whole like a city on a hill can't be hidden. Don't hide your lamp, you know, all that. I knew that, but it was the salt part that I was like, okay, I really don't know a lot about what, what the Bible says about that. I've always heard be the salt and light. So, um, I found myself in Matthew five, um, and it says you're the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, how will it be salted? then it's good for nothing. It's to be cast out. So that talks about how, like, if you can't preserve it, you got to throw it away. Yep. You know, it's, it's no good anymore. And Mm -hmm. so it is literally talking about, um, how it has to just be thrown away if, if it becomes unsalty. So we want to be salty. Like I want to make all the ladies a shirt that says stay salty now and everybody will think we're being sassy, but we're not. The truth we, is we, we need some messy masterpiece merch, you know, maybe yeah. that, you know, yeah, that so maybe stay our salty will be our first one because we yeah. do want to stay salty. That's the thing is like the world has taken that word and flipped it around as in like, Ooh, she was a little sassy today. She's been a little salty, but the truth is salty used in the right context we want to be that but we if you think that. about that from like a side note kind of like a sidebar conversations think about other words that we have used you know and now the the whole connotation or the context of them has been changed you know to be where what 
once a word was okay to say and now it's not okay to say because it means something completely different mm-hmm. and that's the same way with you know salty I mean it's like salty is a bad thing you don't want to be salty you know like you just said and I feel like they do that the society's done that with a lot of other words too just because you know it's easier to to make I feel like it's a good way to make because this is just the times that we live in it's a good way to make Christians look bad or not you know like we're doing something wrong or whatever by being salt, if that makes sense. I know that, that kind of sounds weird, but I don't know the best way to word it, but yeah. Right. And, you know, um, in this little study I did when I was preparing for this, it, it wasn't exactly tied to scripture, but it talked about how um, Christ is a preservative to the world. He preserves it from the inherent evil of society. So if we're to be like him, we're to be salty too. That's right. That's exactly right. And I mean, and we think about this, but this is something that he preached on the Sermon on the Mount. This this is words that he was saying Mm -hmm. while he was preaching where all these people were just sitting. I mean, and imagine what they were thinking, you know, at their time, they were probably thinking like, how am I supposed to be, you know, like, I I, I feel like if he was saying that to me, I'd be like, well, how am I supposed to be? salt you know because he taught in parables and all that kind of stuff but I feel like it's just such a he just did a lot of good like picture images and um yeah I feel like we should just like deliberately seek to influence people and um you know just I don't know I feel like to to just deliberately go out and seek and that's kind of where I when when I was looking at light, that's the way I was kind of looking at light as being just actively pursuing the dark places of the world, you know, and I mean, this world's dark now versus, you know, 20 years ago or, you know, 2000 years ago. But I mean, I think it's our job as Christians to go out to the places that are, you know, poverty stricken and there's injustice and sickness and, you know, violence. We have to be willing to go into those dark areas and imitate Christ and so that we can bring his peace and light. That's our job. We're, we're the light. And so, but yeah, that, that just kept thinking about that, just pursuing these dark places. And I just got hooked up more on the light than I did the salt because, because the salt's harder to understand. It is. Yeah, it really is because we're like, okay, how do we preserve? Like, how do we, and it's all about setting ourselves apart because, right. you know, if the meat is not salted, it ruins. We want to be salty. We don't want ruins. We don't want evil. We don't want hell, you know, so we need to preserve Christ-like life. Um, when I was thinking about light, I cu- couldn't help but flash back to our friendship conversation last week because we talked about how we can, we can reflect Christ without necessarily being best friends with someone because Mm -hmm. we don't want to be dragged down either. Um, And I think there's a balance there where we can be light in the dark places by Mm -hmm. simply, you know, letting, okay, like part of Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your father who's in heaven. It doesn't say, you know, be like Jesus and befriend them because Jesus was perfect. We have the ability to be dragged down. So Mm -hmm. by being the light, we're allowing others to see that there is good in us, that Christ lives in us, but we don't necessarily have to be their best friend. Right. 
like we talked about last week. Well, and even going back to that same verse in salt, you know, like if, if salt is contaminated with like other like minerals, you know, it, it weakens the flavor, what we were just talking about, about, you know, in the scripture where it says it loses its savor. Well, salt is not as salty if it's added with, you know, other, other herbs or whatever. How do you say it? Herbs, 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 or, or do what? It's a mineral. (laughs) But I'm saying like when you cooking, you know, when you you know, you're adding, you're adding flavor to, Mm -hmm. you know, it's weakened. It doesn't taste as good, you know? So that's the same difference. If we, we uh, align ourselves with somebody that is unsalty, you know, they're, we're going to lose our flavor and we're the salted butter and they're unsalted. That's right. And I use the salted butter system. Yeah. We make cake taste good. That's right. That's exactly right. But I think it's just, you know, I think we just, there, there's different places where it's talked about salt in the Bible, but I think Mark talks about salt from us of have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Well, that's just referring to having just, you know, positive relationships with people mm-hmm. because now there's like, my heart has been like, just on a personal, like side note, my heart has been on words, like, and, um, speaking, you know, your de- your words can either speak life or speak death and just like complaining and criticizing and just that your words have so much power. And I think that, you know, just, I feel like our, our words can be salty or unsalty and they can, they can, they can help or hinder our walk or somebody else's walk with God. So yeah, that helped, that helped me with a little bit more with the salt was just looking at it from a standpoint of words and actions too. Right. Right. And you know, it says, um, the difference between Christian and the world must be preserved. Like our differences, what people see has to be preserved. So we can't be salty one day and then not be salty the next because it says once it's gone, it's, it's gone. You know, like we can't decide that on Sunday morning, we're going to go do this and we're going to teach our Sunday school class and we're going to, you know, have lunch with the preacher's family. And then the next Monday night, we're doing things that we shouldn't be doing. You know, we, once we lose the salt, it's gone. That's right. And that's, that's, that's the way we reflect Christ. Like if, if we've lost the flavor, then our light is duller as well. You know, people aren't being, we're not shining for him and people are not thinking that they're seeing good works. And it's definitely not glorifying your father to be that kind of person who's salty one day and not the next. That's right. Even though, you know, the definition of salt for this world is completely different than what, you know, when we, when, like you said, when we hear the word salty, it means somebody sassy or, you know, kind of have, has a bad attitude and, you know, the whole con. I think, I don't want to confuse people when they're listening, they'll be like, well, salty good or salty bad, or it's, you know, like the biblical definition of salty. Good. That's right. The biblical definition is, is good. That's what we want. You know, we want that. Like, and even going back to like dark, I, I'm really bad. Like my husband usually goes to bed before I do. So I will be like, I usually will come if I'm working, I come in and the house is dark and he doesn't like a lot of light. So I try not to wake him up because I don't want to wake him up when he's sleeping. 
And like last night I came in and I, they left my supper on the, the stove. So I warmed it up and I'm walking back down the hall and I'm, I've I got my flashlight on my phone on because I don't want to wake anybody up and I don't want to disturb, you know, what they're doing because light disturbs. And I think that's what the big, the, and disturbing is not a bad thing. And when it comes to Christ, you know, we need to disturb, you know, people and we need to, we need to say, Hey, I'm, I'm caught. I don't use like to use the word calling out, but I think that's our job as Christians is to, to call out and pursue these dark places and take our little phone, our flashlight on our phone and, and shine a light on things that are, are dark in this world and disturb them and reveal them, not in a, in a way that is, you know, um, condemning, but that lets them see that there's a better way. And, you know, that, that light is, light is, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I, I feel like we get so caught up in light being a bad thing from the standpoint of disturbing, you know, and, um, hurting somebody by kind of pointing out their failures or their sin when really that's what we're called to do in a loving way is, is to disturb sin and call it out and, but do it in love. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, um, when we find ourselves at the point where we feel like we can't hold the candle or we're doing things that is that the winds blow in our direction and huffing mm-hmm. our candle out. Um, I think it's important that we remember that um, choices that we make blur the distinction between us and the world. That's right. And we don't want that distinction to be blurred. That's, that's definitely a step in the wrong direction. So our choices often lead to whether we are salty or we're not, or whether we are shining a light or we're not. Mm-hmm. And right. that is, that can even be tiny, tiny everyday choices. Um, repeating the thing we heard or mm-hmm. um, letting hurt get the better of us and saying things we shouldn't say. You know, those are parts of the things that make us not salty anymore and mm-hmm. dim our light. That's right. And light is unmistakable. So I feel like as a Christian, when we're, we're compared to light, we need to be unmistakably for for God, you know, nobody should have to look at my life or your life or, you know, anybody, our brothers or sisters in Christ and go, well, I don't really know. I don't really know if they're a Christian. I'm not quite sure. There should be no denying. Like when they, when people see us and that's my prayer, I want, you know, that's what I want for my life. I want people to look at me and go, well, there's no mistake. She's a Christian. I don't have any doubt that she's a Christian. Are we going to mess up? Absolutely. But, But the overwhelming, um, the overwhelming view from everybody should be, hey, yes, I, I see light in her. Not, well, she's light today, but yesterday she, I, I seen her cussing somebody out at the QT down the road. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I think that's so hard for, that's that's living in the world. That's the hardest part, I think, as a, as a Christian this, these days mm-hmm. is to hold ourselves accountable to, you know, not only God, but to everybody else that they're watching us and they're expecting us to, to walk the walk and talk the talk. And if we say we're a Christian, we, we got to act like it and we got to look like it and we got to talk like it. Absolutely. And, you know, I found, um, 
several places where the word salt and peace were in verses because um, you can't be salty and not be at peace with everyone else. Um, And I know that also completely conflicts with the way we use salty now in our language, but you literally have to be at peace with each other to remain salty. Mm-hmm. Um, because That's hard, man. Not hard in this world. It is so hard. Oh man. Pe- peace is real. Like, I think that's one thing I struggle with because I'm chaos. And I mean, like if you looked up the definition of chaos, like on, you know, on the internet, there would be a picture of Ashley there, you know, just because that is like my life. I function in chaos most days. You know, like I told you today when we were messing, I'm like, you're the one that's usually like, hey, we got to record. Come on, let's go. And I'm like, where's Megan? Is she dead? Because I have not heard from her. Yeah, I was, <laughs> you know, so, I was dead. I have not seen after eight o'clock since Saturday night. Yeah, I was like, something's going on with her because usually she's hounding me. We got to get recording. And I'm usually like, okay, I'm coming. We're going. Let's do it. You know, but that is, I think that is what's so hard is because this world is full of so much chaos and it's so hard for people to find peace in, and they're, and they're not going to find it outside of God. They're not, you can have temporary peace, but outside of God, you, you can have temporal peace for just a, you know, a little bit of time, but overall outside of God, you're not going to find that peace that comes with a relationship with him and spending time with him. Yeah. And, and yeah, so this was kind of a hard subject for me. I don't know why, but like, I just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I feel like I've had easier time talking about like other stuff, but I don't know why the salt in the light kind of was hard for me. Well, I think we don't often think, I mean, this was something we literally had to like study for, you know? Yeah. The others were familiar verses and familiar topics. And this you know, the salt took me a little, a little bit of like, okay, I need to make my mind wrap around. Like every time I think salt, I think negative and I really need to think positive. And for so long, like I think, okay, salt adds flavor, but really the Bible is talking about its use as a preservative. That's right. Um, For the longest, I was like, okay, Christians flavor the world. That's what this is. But no, it's not not at all what the Bible means. So I mean, yeah, we do. We should. And and really, I don't even like, I mean, and I think that's a, that's a misconception that we are to flavor the world. But I mean, from a, from a, and I'm, but you know, you've been taught that. I think we've kind of sort of been taught that kind of like, oh, well we, but really we're not supposed to flavor the world. It's not our job to to make everybody, you know, cause flavor to me means appetizing and enticing. And I feel like as Christians, we're not, we're not appetizing and, and enticing to the world at all. Right. We're, we're not flavorful, you know? I mean, yeah, we have personalities, but from the standpoint of a spiritual aspect, I feel like it's hard for us to say that we can be the, we should be the flavor because we should be enticing people to Christ. Yes. But, um, and that, in that sense of flavor, but it, it, we're not supposed to kind of, I think flavor almost kind of can be taken as saying, well, we have to that's not, that's yeah, not yeah, exactly. And also just that we need to, we need to kind of conform or, you know, almost kind of pull somebody. I don't, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Cause I, I, I feel like my, my speech, my words are not, 
um, going to come across the way that I want them to. And that, you know, but I feel like it, we can, we can almost take flavor and say, well, oh, we're supposed to, to make ourselves, um, look more like the world or so we can draw them in. And that is totally not the case at all, at all. So not at all. So we are, we are not supposed to be flavor. We are supposed to preserve our walk with Christ so that others can see him reflected in us. And that's it. That's what salt is. That's how it is presented in the Bible. It is not to flavor. It is to preserve. We need to preserve our relationship with Christ. We need to walk the walk so that we are the light that other people see. And that's that's how they tie together. Once I understood the whole preservative thing, I was like, oh, well, that's how the salt and light tie together. We've got to preserve that relationship in order to light the way for anybody else. That's that's right. And I mean, and and two, as, as us being salt, we are, we're basically counteracting the power of sin, you know, because that's what salt does. It counteracts rot. the rot happened to the meat. It, that's it, right. It, it counteracts rot. rot and decay. And that is what we, we are literally dying every day. You know, I mean, if you, you want to look at it from a medical standpoint, that's our job. Our, we're, we're dead and our, we're dead in sin, you know, before we become to Christ. So we, that is our job is to counteract sin and as light to illuminate and just you know make Christ visible that's 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 the biggest thing I want I want people to look at me and go I see Jesus through her because that that should be our ultimate goal as a Christian I think yeah and and it's hard like um Carson when he was little his favorite song was we are the light of the world we are yeah yeah and um you know as I was reading I was like oh that's his favorite song I even have a cute little recording of him singing it when he was little but when we think about a city on a hill and how it can never be hidden that means that we are being watched that's right by the world and everything we do is seen we can't hide we can't hide on Monday after we have been the person we were on Sunday that's, that's, right. not, that's not how he designed us. We are not Sunday pew sitting Christians. We are the ones who need to carry our lamps, who need to be super salty and who need to show others what, what love in Jesus is really like. And it is not easy. Nope. And the path, <laughs> like I've always said, is not straight and it is not paved, but it sure is nice to know that the one we trust with our lives knows every step we'll take and knows the ultimate plan. Yes. And that, and that's where I think we can end just by just saying it's not easy to be salt and it's not easy to be light, but you know, God didn't say it would be easy. You know, he did, he didn't say, Oh, well, Ashley, you're, you're, you you follow me everything's just gonna work out the way you want it to work out and everything's gonna be it's not so we just have to trust him and do as he says and Mm -hmm. sometimes doing what he says isn't always fun Mm -hmm. I I mean I you know I'm just being real it ain't but at the end you get the you get a blessing from it when when you step back and you go it wasn't hard it was hard being the salt today but man when you can really sit back and look at it or it was hard being the light when I really wanted to, you know, say this or do this. But when you can step back and look at it, you can go, 
that's a reflection of Christ and that's my job in this world is to be a reflection of him so absolutely even when your salt shaker spills out a little too much and you get a little yeah it happens you know it it happens girl it happens our t-shirts are going to say stay salty (laughs) (laughs) yes stay salty be salty be salty it's okay I can't help it I'm salty you know just overlook me I'm salty no but but yeah so okay so we'll get uh finally get this episode dropped finally we you know we last minute today it's it's, it's been a it's been a crazy week that just goes along with the fact that we're messy you know it's how we how we function right so sick (laughs) but I'm glad you're better I'm glad you're feeling better me too Hope nobody else gets it at my house. But it's been going around. The stomach bug's been going around, I think. And like the, just like stomach bug, the RSV, respiratory, all that. Oh my goodness. Flu A. Yeah. Is it really bad? It is. Mm. All right, girl. Well, well, I guess we'll just stay salty. We'll stay salty and we'll try not to stay too messy. That's our our job is to not stay too messy, you know. Not too messy. we're, we're, we're works in progress yep. and we'll post next time's topic soon yes all right have a good um wednesday you too dear bye bye